Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Welcome to Announcements with Dr. Petty, a show that provides you details on current events, upcoming projects in the blockchain space, and token offering details. We are attempting to provide you with details and information from the people who are creating projects, and we are not giving advice. Please do proper due diligence when considering investments. Today we talk with the guys from Impact Finance, a new bank attempting to merge cryptocurrencies in the impact economy. They want the benefits of cryptocurrency to help fuel them and their community finance projects that make a positive impact on the world. Impact will be launching a crowd sale on June 26th for the MPK token, a token built on the Waves platform. Come listen and get answers straight from the horse's mouth. Enjoy. All right, today I'm joined with Impact Finance. Uh, they said it was at Quebec, Quebec, Canada? Montreal, Quebec. Mont- Canada. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Why don't you um, give us a roundtable on who's joining us today and where you came from and um, what you are trying to do. Awesome. Okay, my name is Eamon Leonard. I'm the campaign architect for uh, the Impact Coin ICO. Uh, I come from uh, from Canada, from Toronto, Canada. I'm, a, I'm an Anglo living in uh, Quebec, which uh, is uh, an interesting challenge and a whole lot of fun. We still like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, we're we're I'm putting my my dream is to is to put Impact Investing. Um, and cryptocurrency together, and uh, so far it's working. Um, it's working very well. All right. Uh, my name is Pascal Leblanc. I'm a, I'm the uh, blockchain architect here at Impact Finance. So a bit a little bit about my background. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I'm currently launching my third startup, and uh, I also have a corporate life where I work at Ernst and Young as a blockchain strategic advisor for the Montreal office. So pretty much I work with financial services clients to help them figure out how blockchain could help uh, or enhance their business. Uh, I'm based in Montreal. Hey, and I'm uh, Pierre Vachon, head of products at Impact Finance, as well as uh, special projects, which uh, this one falls in this category. Um, from a little town up north Quebec City, country boy, but um, moved to Montreal for this project. I've been uh, back in the country for the last seven years, but been abroad uh, running technology businesses and uh, marketing agencies uh, all over the world, uh, mostly in Asia and the Middle East. Uh, was in the banking sector for a while, uh, decided to uh, to get out of it for a little bit, and then uh, Impact Finance came along with a bunch of values and finance and different approach and and uh, impact investment so decided to join in again and and uh dust off the old files and and get this one started all right that's a so i think it's a quite a broad range of, of uh, talents and skill sets back there like what what can, let's start off with what is impact finance for the broad audience like what what problem are you solving 
Okay, Impact Finance is uh, is basically the the core project uh, which we all started is to launch a, a, a Schedule One bank in Canada for uh, the 2018 end of 2018, and the logic behind it it's a retail bank, so your your average checking account and, and mortgages and that kind of thing. Uh, but as you know, a bank uh, makes its money uh, from loans, mostly loans to businesses. And at Impact Finance, the businesses that we are uh, lending, we will be lending money to, uh, will be in the impact economy. So it's an economy based of businesses that are uh, either have a strong interest in solving a environmental or social problem, but not necessarily a non for profit. So uh, you could think about, uh, for example, a um, uh, uh, solar roof manufacturer or uh, someone who makes juice out of uh, uh, fruits that are almost uh, uh, getting thrown away by supermarkets, for example, recycles or, or composting companies and that kind of thing. So and or, or people that are helping uh, uh, company factory or but like reinsertion from uh, people who had problems in the streets. So there's always like a huge part in the uh, in the business that is focused on uh, bettering so the society or the environment. So that's the core project. The project is based on a bank uh, in the Netherlands called the Triodos Bank, uh, which uh, has inspired us and we've met with a lot and, and we're adding a, a technology layer to what they're doing. So we there's 12 co-founders uh, ranging from uh, backgrounds from uh, people who used to do risk management analysis for some of the biggest banks in uh, Europe who saw some problems to uh, sprint president, uh, uh, entrepreneurs uh, such as myself, uh, activists. So there's 12 of them spread over Toronto, Paris, New York, and Montreal who are uh, doing this project. So that's the core project. And then uh, and then coming with that, we're, uh, we're basically a FinTech. So we're releasing a pooled fund uh, in December 2017 uh, for retail clients, also investing in the impact space and uh, now uh, building a technology platform to help these businesses where uh, our coin will be used. So, right. so that's, a, that's, that, that springboards me directly into the next question, which I think is on a lot of people's minds here. Where does blockchain fit in? What's the point with incorporating okay, so, this technology into, into <clears throat> impact financing? So basically the, the, the goal of the impact coin is to offer that, 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 digital, that digital economy um, uh, for impact for the impact uh, uh, ecosystem and one thing that has been proven in the past years is that blockchain technology has a great use case which is cryptocurrencies so uh, cryptocurrencies have made their proof as a good digital uh, mean of exchange and mean of value so uh, by wanting to create a digital ecosystem for the impact economy uh, one first thought we had is to try to fit in the blockchain technology uh, through cryptocurrencies, there's a uh, there's also a lot of uh, a lot of different angles on blockchain technology, and and actually had this discussion with uh, our CTO Phil Gablin, uh last night, saying that okay, so we want to run a currency over a network. Uh, why blockchain? Well, there's one thing that uh, this is where most financial institutions are strongly interested in, uh, especially us, especially with uh, the transparency that it can give to our clients, because that's one of our core values. But um, initially, I, I feel I'll be completely transparent with you and say, I feel that 
the opportunities that we're creating by launching this project over blockchain, uh, we have yet to to understand the full potential of what we're doing. Um, and for a financial institution to be uh, well versed in blockchain can can mean different things, uh, as well as just that if you talk about contracts or mortgaging contracts, or and it's a technology that that will push our limits and help us become a lot more efficient than traditional methods. So so it's just a easy fit for us to get into that space right now uh, and and allow this to uh, to to re like rethink a lot of the systems that are used in financial institutions where we actually uh, if we'd be traditional, we'd still use, you know, POS systems and 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 old ways of exchanging contracts where now we can just totally modernize this. So we've, we've got a lot of areas that we want to work in. And, uh, and I think we're just on the tip of the height of the iceberg right now. And the proof is that, uh, you financial institutions across the world are, are moving in that space as well. So. All right. Yeah. We we have the opportunity of building something from scratch. Absolutely. You definitely can. But I guess the main question is how does it differentiate itself from, the open cryptocurrencies that currently exist. What's why build something new when you can leverage the the community and and maybe security uh, and backing of a previous cryptocurrency? Okay, uh, I see your question, and that is exactly what we're doing uh, with the Impact Coin. We're leveraging a, a, an existing network called Wave. Okay. Wave is a is a blockchain, yeah, made to uh, to create sub asset on top of it. So pretty much for leveraging the the underlying blockchain, the, the the security of the ecosystem is supported by Wave, but it allows people to create their their own sub asset on top of Wave. So pretty much we're like a second layer type of coin. Yeah, we have, we've interviewed a few people. Um, the Tokes platform uh, built their system on Waves, which we interviewed a few a while back. How, what was your experience so far with um, working with Waves and how like um, like tell us about how things have gone, whether it's smooth, um, how things have worked. If you're not, if, if your whole system isn't familiar with cryptocurrency, how have they helped you learn how to manage these digital assets, so on and so forth? Wave is a, is a great platform. Uh, they, they are easy to use and uh, the, the learning curve is, is pretty uh, is pretty easy to, to climb because uh, that's pretty much what they wanted to build. So they have a, a lightweight a lightweight client where you don't need to sync any blockchain and uh, you use it in your browser directly. So only to, to introduce yourself to Wave is uh, much easier to get into the crypto space by using Wave instead of, let's say, I want experience with Bitcoin or, or with Dogecoin or with any other altcoin. The, the Wave one is easier to, uh, the, the barrier to, uh, to entry is lower. And I feel that there's two parts to your previous question, mm-hmm. too, is uh, um, where why why creating your own cryptocurrency and that's sort of what i was hearing and and not using other cryptocurrencies in your system and mm-hmm. that's there's a big part of it is that all the rules that we want to put uh that we want to put with our cryptocurrency which revolves around the uh sustainable rules and impact investing and 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 stability but uh, moreover uh one of the reasons why uh pascal uh and uh and the team decided to go towards uh, the wave uh, solution is that we have to be we have to be honest in ourselves with ourselves and 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 really understand where we can actually add value in a system. And uh, we felt that uh, redesigning an entire system from scratch is not really where our uh, our, our added value is. Our added value is uh, 
is into uh, bringing technology to the masses, is, is, is promoting the impact investment, is, is securing and helping companies to, to understand this new technology. And so that's, what, that's why uh, technology like Waves uh, became such a natural fit for us. I see. It was an easy way to kind of um, allow blockchain to do the things you think it can do without having to worry about all of the, the, the nitty, I guess, details. And it also allows you to kind of morph the token that you're trying to build, um, I guess, to have the functionality you'd like to have it without having to like start from building an entire blockchain yourself. Is that is that fair to say? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, essentially, at our core, MTK is not a, a blockchain tech development firm. Okay. Right. So, so by by delegating the all the this blockchain aspect to a, a third party a service provider, just like uh, Amazon is doing for uh, hosting in their cloud. So that's pretty much the uh, the model of blockchain as a service, and that's a model that had a good fit for us because we're not a blockchain tech uh, enhancement uh, mm -hmm. firm. And, cool. and a ton of good firms are doing that right now. Like let's like we we are going to put all of our energies exactly where we can add the most value, and that's it's not in recreating another blockchain and managing that nitty gritty stuff. I see. So what's what's next on the horizon? Where do you, where do you go from here? The ICOs coming up, and but what are some of the details of that that like our listeners can know about? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, we're uh, June fifteenth will be. Uh, the beginning of our uh, June fifteenth will be the beginning of our uh, VIP uh, bonus uh, period. Uh, the official uh, official launch is June twenty sixth. Do you have a VIP code for these guys, the, the, the listeners? Um, we can work on a VIP code for you guys. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, um, so between so from June fifteenth to June twenty sixth will be our, our pre launch uh, VIP period uh, from uh, June twenty sixth to uh, July twenty sixth. Uh, we'll be uh, running our ICO to the general public, um, and uh, a few things that we're doing that's re that's really different. I mean, we're we're so for one thing, we're not just uh, we didn't pop up uh, yesterday and 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 launch an ICO. We're on schedule. We're we're on a path to be a schedule one chartered bank in Canada. Um, so we've been around for a while now. Also, um, not only that, but we. Um, we're in Canada. Being from Canada means that you have to hold yourselves to a much higher uh, standard than some of the uh, current ICOs that are existing. Um, regulation is something that comes up everywhere. It's been it came up. Pascal was at consensus. How to regulate ICOs is all over the place. Our our aim is is from the get go. We we, we don't have a choice to be regulatory compliant um, in Canada and effectively by extension around the world. Uh, so we're working closely here with regulators to develop a model that can then be um, regulated and replicated uh, in Canada. I just uh, just a little parenthesis. I, I was answering to the other questions. So all the information is on impact with a K coin dot com, and uh, we'll give you all your listeners if you want a VIP code to participate in the uh, in the in the VIP round uh, on June fifteenth. Uh, VIP code will be Bitcoin Podcast MPK. Bitcoin Podcast MPK. Just put that in, and we'll send you the invites and everything. We'll be sure to put um, that into our, uh, our our show notes for, for our listeners to see. Um, the uh, what, what Eamon was touching at. So so right now we're really uh, we're really into the ICO and really working closely with. Uh, 
a lot of collaboration work with uh, regulatory agencies right now, and the uh, it's uh, as I said before, one of the roles that we're taking is is to uh, is to bring new technologies to to uh, the masses, and so that's why we're. Uh, I, I was told today by one of the agencies that we are we are uh, helping them to try to find the the right way of doing it, which is not like adding a ton of friction on everything, but just really protecting the investors. So that was a really interesting bet. Um, and then where to go from now? Uh, we're launching the ICO, and then uh, and then uh, we're kicking off the uh, production because uh, that digital platform, that ecosystem with uh, impact businesses that are uh, that are going to be on there and uh, and citizens uh, is, is in production now. So we're recruiting businesses, uh, filtering them to make sure that really impactful and uh, also uh, really focusing on growing that impact economy. And one of the really interesting angle about this is uh, in the in the fall, we did an equity crowdfunding. So we sold shares of our company of impact finance to uh, to investors, uh, to retail investors. Uh, we sold about uh, uh, 1,200 shares, raised over $1.2 million that way, uh, and and really tested out the technology of uh, someone actually selling shares uh, on a private market over the internet. And and that's one of the solution we're going to offer the businesses that are in our ecosystem. And and the one of the reason why we're going through uh, this ICO is also that we need to live it to really understand it and and allow entrepreneurs and cool projects to come on the market and be able to use that technology to raise cash and and get their ideas to market. So that's a another angle um, that we'll bring forward. So uh, we're we're right into this right now, just ourselves, and that's why we're working with these agencies to to find the best way for entrepreneurs to grow basically it's it's interesting that like it's i i feel that the people who are funding a lot of the projects have a decent say in how the space moves as a whole because it's their ideology or opinions or viewpoint of the entire space that gets projects funded so they end up funding things that they think will change the world so what what type of things do you feel are going to change the world and what type of projects you think should be funded is that something that yeah go ahead sure yeah so impact finance is building an ecosystem to grow the impact economy um uh, part of our challenge to communicate it is to help people understand what is the impact economy what's a what's an impact uh entrepreneur so we define it as a, a company using uh, market market-based practices to create a positive social impact um, now, one of the services that we provide uh, uh, to you uh, is we vet the companies to make sure that they're generating a, a positive impact. That's not an easy thing to do. This is uh, an ongoing effort to uh, really, you know, um, we want to be as uh, inclusive as possible, but also we can't let companies game the system. Mm -hmm. So bringing companies onboarding companies into our ecosystem, defining what a positive social impact is, we have a whole department just devoted to do that. Ultimately, our goal is to help investors and help just uh, customers connect with these companies to grow the impact economy. So this is our ultimate mission. Um, and yeah, first step is, is really being able to define, delineate um, what is a, a positive social impact and, and two, to um, find the investors, uh, investors to help put money into their businesses to help them grow and the customers to help support them through purchases. Um, so that's ultimately, if we're doing a good job, we've, we've, we've added value to what, uh, a socially impactful business is and we've, and, we've grown that market and, and thus put more money 
into projects that are doing good. And the really, uh, the really cool angle in there, and it's really businesses and proposition. Uh, uh, to answer back, you say where where you think how you think it's going to grow, and and our vision is is really into proposing solutions and offering solutions and not criticizing. And like I told you before, like that our board is filled with activists, environmentalists, and old bankers, so it makes some pretty strong debates sometimes on where's the position. <laughs> But one thing we all agree on is that. There's one thing to criticize about uh, the environment and the other thing about having a charity. But if you actually do have a legitimate business making money, doing good, it works. And I, I, I don't want to overuse the Tesla example or these types of businesses that are, are based on on actually doing something good. And and it just they just offer a cool car really in the end and a cool car that's environmental friendly. And so we feel that where we need to grow and we're all entrepreneurs and we understand business and what you need to do and, and that you have to feed your family and everything. And we understand that entrepreneurs and, and, and the business world needs to see opportunity into doing well and not just uh, being bogged down by regulation or, or criticism or uh, it's a whole mind shift that needs to that needs to go forward. And that's what we're working really hard on. That's really interesting. It's like I almost see what that that a lot of those answers as you're providing a service by being a filter of due diligence. It's like it's very Precisely. difficult in this space to vet whether or not projects, startups, so on and so forth, are are worth their salt, even if they have a good idea. If they don't have a good business plan to execute it, then it's worthless. So yeah, but it's part of the uh, it's part of the filtering system uh, as far as the 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 sound. We're not looking for profitable businesses necessarily but we definitely look at the how sound is their uh, is their business plan and one one thing is uh, our due diligence process is is based on many levels and it starts from what's your intention right what do you have good intentions in the end or environment or society and and it moves to how you measure it what's your business plan so on and but companies can reach certain levels and the last level which is completely uh hard to digest as an initial entrepreneur is can you actually give your entire business model to someone else so it can be replicated somewhere else in the world and that's actually what we've done with uh, Triodos Bank that's a value that's at the core of of the impact investment so if you're doing so well and you're so profitable you, you manage to 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 get the results you should be able to let it go and have someone benefit from it So, uh, so our evaluation system is is done that way, but it's also based on uh, the 17 sustainable goals from the UN. So we're, it's not like we're reinventing the wheel either, and and it falls in the same place as why we're using waves. Is there a ton of intelligent people uh, putting these standards together? We're just sort of bringing it to uh, to the masses and through our vision. But so that's that's uh that's how the filtering system is all about. All right. Uh, I think that's that's a that's a great way to kind of wrap a lot of this up. Is there any question that I um, should have asked you that I didn't get around to doing? Is there something you'd like to tell our audience? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> there's one thing you said that uh, uh, most of our plus value comes from the filtering of companies, but that's one part of the uh, of the the whole system. The second part is all around the the the, the crypto. Because I wanted to define, uh, I, we said the MPK coin was uh, designed to support the uh, the impact economy, but I'd like to to uh, maybe get a little more in the detail uh, details of what we mean by support. So there's three main okay. there's three main ways that we can su support uh, businesses uh, with MP, impact coin. So the the first one is by 
using using the impact coin as a payment rail to 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 pay at the, those businesses so this way you say this way the business saves the the fee from a visa or mastercard because uh, all the transactions within the uh, the impact within the impact coin is are going to be free so there's no fee for using impact uh, so that's one thing to uh, to uh, how to support a business is by using it as a method of payment. Okay. The second way is by if the uh, if the business has a a plan. Let's say you're a local coffee shop uh, in Brooklyn. Let's say and you want to install a ping pong ping pong table at the back of your store, and you 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 need uh, let's say 500 bucks to uh, to make that ping pong space. So then you could you could uh, submit a project where you ask for a from for a a loan. Uh, within the people in the impact economy. So if you shop at that coffee shop and you'd like to to go play ping pong with your friends, you could lend five bucks, two bucks, three bucks to to pledge to that 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 uh, that project. So that's a second way to directly as an individual support a a a, a business. And the third the third way is when a new business wants to wants to to come up with a project of business, a business plan and a business idea, you can directly invest in their in their business like a Kickstarter-like model. So it's it's a new channel for crowdfunding, let's say, all within the MPK uh, coin. I've got I've got some another add-on to this when uh, we're talking about why crypto and everything and uh, and uh, a lot of what we're designing is a is a series of tools where people we consider a citizen more than just a wallet. We always say you the power of the purchasing the purchasing power and everything and and we always find that there's expertise that sometimes overcomes that power as far as mentorship for or volunteering and, and using cryptocurrencies can allow us to actually get these people rewarded for their efforts. But when it comes really interesting is that if you start mapping transactions on volunteering, for example, uh, uh, using that technology, you can actually see where uh, volunteering added value is or the needs of the community is, and we can actually act upon it as an institution or as a group of institutions to, to find where the pockets of, of, of the highest needs, either, either by subject or by geography. Uh, just by mapping transaction and volunteer work all over a society. So it does, I was saying, it, it does give us a, a greater potential to to better steer that economy and help people uh, have a voice. That's definitely true. I never thought about that in terms of like building a platform like this that enables this type of community. You have a rich data set in which you can kind of see where things need to be like applied and then you can cater to those types of, of needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much give power to people who... Uh, have their assets in MPK, because if you you deposit to the bank, you you, you kind of lose the, the the that power of of, of asset. And and we are, our foundation is based on highly uh, decentralized governance rules, and we have trust funds that are validating our mission and we're building uh, uh, governance bodies to, to regulate the market of the MPK and we're making sure that we're not the only one taking decisions and one of the decision that is always at the core of it all is that we're using all this information to better an economy and not to I don't know sell advertising or resell data or and, and that's never going to be uh, what we do but it's really just understanding the market that we're trying to grow and and that paradigm actually uh, uh, makes the whole difference of of who we are compared to traditional financial institutions or uh, digital platforms for the for the matter. All right, that's fantastic. I look forward to kind of diving in and reading more about this and uh, I think our listeners probably will too. Cool. All right. Anything else guys? Here's here's your time to say whatever you'd like to. Yeah, just uh, you can find us at 
impakcoin.com, impactcoin.com. And uh, if you want to get access to our uh, early bird bonus structure, Bitcoin podcast MPK is your VIP code. Outstanding. And I'll make sure I put that in the show notes once again. Yeah. Great. Thanks for having us. Uh, what do you think about the project yourself? Oh, I think it's something I'd like to look into. I personally don't uh, don't invest into anything that I haven't read, like done a tremendous amount of due diligence on. Yeah. And based on this interview and the the perceived goals and what you're trying to do, I'm interested in I'm I'm interested in diving more into it to see whether or not I'd like to invest. Let us know if you got more questions. And sometimes, like your perspective, can help us steer this project in the right way too. So really, your opinion matters into this if you if you dive in the info. Yeah, I appreciate that. When I, if I've come across something or have more questions, I'll be sure to, to shoot them your way. I, we haven't had any issues with like talking back and forth so far. I, I wouldn't expect to have any from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, great. Have a good day.